0: Hi you guys, it's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and today I wanna do listener questions, you guys. I have a few good listener questions um, that might help some of the people out there that they're going through similar situations. So let me start with the first one, okay? She writes, I've been with my partner for many years now. We had a very affectionate relationship the first few years where I always heard I love you, made me a priority, and we talked about our future as being married or just living together. At some point a couple of years ago, my partner withdrew and I felt the most disconnected we've ever been. Things were really rough. With a lot of patience and hard work on my end, things turned around and have slowly improved over the past year. We've always, uh, we're almost back to the way we were, except some things are off. My partner isn't sure about our future living together. Even though it sounds like I'm included in some capacity and think they do want me like that, there are no more I love yous but shows and actions. Sex is fucking and not so much making love anymore, and it's nearly impossible to have a conversation about feelings, wants, and needs. When I try to talk about how it makes me feel, I now feel like a broken record and a bother. The response I get is either... Sorry, I can't give you what you want, denies it or changes the topic. The best part is when I get silence, like what the fuck? I could feel the love and things are much better from where they were. I don't think we'll ever be back to where we were and I'm okay with it to some degree. I mean, all relationships change after some time, right? My partner says they don't know what they want anymore. Sometimes I feel like it's a fear of a commitment. Is it that someone really doesn't know what they want? Or is it that they don't want to make a decision or to admit to their feelings? Okay, this is what I think. First of all, she's been with her partner for many years. Ding, 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 ding. Many years and what? No progression here. No progression, no boundaries. This girl has no boundaries. This relationship is one of the many that people get into where they just float along okay and now it's years later and you're looking for a commitment or something like that and the other person is very complacent and doesn't want to move towards the next step why because they're getting all the benefits they don't want to be locked down because they're getting there's no uh, advantage to them wanting to marry you when they have everything, okay? That's why you gotta hold back, you guys. That's why you gotta have boundaries. That's why you've gotta progress. You've gotta have a certain time limit on when you date somebody. You don't just date somebody for 10 years, okay? Unless you wanna throw 10 years of your life away and be a sucker, all right? You have to have a time limit on it, something like this. You shouldn't be dating somebody for more than two years. Without a formal commitment towards getting married or something like that, unless you're not looking for marriage, it's a totally different thing, all right? Now, she's also saying stuff to the effect of, there's no more I love yous or this and that. Well, what do I always say? In the beginning, it's always, you know, the level of attraction is at its highest. And as you progress with somebody, as years go on, you get comfortable with them, right? Right? So you feel like you don't have to put the work in. In the beginning, you know, everything's new and exciting. And as you date somebody, things start to get repetitive, okay? So yeah, they're not going in a lot of cases, they're not going to be putting that effort in. This is why you have to have little goals for you and your partner. You have, you have to be on the same page. You have to want the same things. And you have to set goals, week-to-week goals, month-to-month goals, year-to-year goals, okay? You're working towards something. This is why we have a progression. People date. People get engaged, people get married, then people have kids, then they're busy with their kids, then they progress with their kids. And through that, they have other goals as well. They have their financial goals, like where they want to live, how they want to upgrade their lives, and so on and so on. Okay. And when they have kids, then they have goals with their kids, you know, you know, raising a child and, and trying to teach them to be the type of individuals that they would like their children to be. This is not what I see here. What I see here is somebody who's hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. Okay. And, um, she writes here, is it that someone really doesn't know what they want? They know what they want. You guys, you guys, he's been with her for a couple of years. Of course he knows what he wants. What he wants is to just, uh, breadcrumb her along because he wants to leave his doors open in case something better comes along okay in other words she waited too long she waited too long to put his back against the wall and say hey where are we going here are we moving forward or are we not moving forward okay and if he's if he's if somebody gives you that answer like uh Well, you know, I'm not really sure. You don't know what you want after a couple of years, then you know what? That tells me you don't want me. It's time for me to take a a step back and walk away. And you have to do that or you're going to be in the same position uh, for many, many years till eventually that relationship, a lot of times it breaks down because that person has the freedom to just walk away or they see something better. Okay, you know people know what they want. And if they're not committing to somebody, it's because they're either not all into you or they still want their freedom. Okay. But if you value yourself, you're not going to let somebody put you in that position. Okay. You're not going to sit there and wait years on end for somebody to commit to you. Okay. You have to draw the line. You have to draw the line. And, um, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do that. A lot of people make excuses and say, well, you know, maybe they're just not sure. Or it's not the right time in their life. You guys, when somebody wants somebody, they want them. Okay. When somebody wants somebody, they will not let that person go because they do, will not want, they can't think of somebody else having them so if this person could let you walk away that's why you set that boundary if this person could let you walk away after two years or more of knowing them then guess what they did you a favor because then they weren't really all into you where they're just a very selfish person and want to be on their own and single and you know they're they're getting the benefit of you that that's that's another thing that I want to bring up too, you guys you know a lot of people think oh you know the guy is going to just break it off with you if he's not all into you. No, no. They keep you around because they're getting something off you. Maybe they're getting the security of knowing you're there. You're the security blanket or they're getting sex off you. So why are they going to get rid of you? No, they're going to keep you around and they're going to leave their doors open and they're not going to get locked down. Okay, so it's up to you. It's up to you to set that boundary and say, you know, if we're not going to progress here any further, then, you know, it's time for me to walk away, okay? And if they could let you walk away, then guess what? They did you a favor because they would have just wasted your life away, okay? Okay, you guys, I'm moving on to the next question, all right? She writes, after almost two months, my ex reached out After me, trying twice to work on our relationship, and he rejected me, even though he basically broke up with me and ended our engagement three weeks before our wedding. No texts and no calls during those two months. He sends an email saying he has a package he needs to give me and to meet at a place to talk. He said he was ready to give the relationship a chance. I was shocked. I was moving on after he told me it was over. He said he wanted to date, and we were discussing days... And all then, I saw I was falling again on his manipulative ways. I told him if he wanted a date, he would have to do much more than this. He got angry and left. I feel a little hesitant, and I don't know if I should call him. It's been two months of suffering and grieving, two months believing he would reach out, and he didn't. He was emotionally abusive and sometimes even physically abusive, But I knew he loved me. I was willing to still marry him. I don't know what to do. I'll tell you what you do. You throw this guy in the trash can. That's what you do, okay? The fact that this guy walked away from you, you just dodged a huge bullet with this guy. Number one, the the only thing that I have to see here that, that tells me everything is the fact that he was emotionally and physically abusive and you weren't even married to him. What do you think is going to happen later on? Let me tell you something, you guys. The minute somebody puts their hands on you is the minute you have to let that relationship go, okay? That's how it starts. That's how it starts. What you allow is what you get later on. It starts out with somebody verbally abusing you, calling you a bitch or this or that. And if you allow it, it's going to progress. What's the next progression? It could be a push. It could be a shove. What's the next progression? They could punch you in your face, throw you down. Okay. This is, this is how relationships progress into um, more dangerous abuse. And you have to see the red flags. Not only that. Okay. For two months, she reached out and he rejected her. Okay. Why did he reject her? Maybe he was talking to somebody else. Maybe he was seeing somebody else. Who knows? Okay? But he totally, he didn't even respond to her for two months. And now he's coming back, all right? When she tells him that he's got to make more of an effort to date her, he gets angry, okay? He gets angry. So what does that tell you? Red flag. This means that this guy is not somebody you could work with, okay? Instead of humbling himself and being like, yeah, you know, I, I have no problem. I'm trying to work with you in the relationship and I know, you know, I shouldn't have done this. This guy's taken zero accountability, okay? He's trying to bring her back into his web. And the other thing, the other red flag is that, you know, he says in here um, he wants her to come by and everything like that. He's got a package for her. Well, she should not go there. She should not go there, especially if this guy is physically abusive. He could be dangerous. It could be a setup, all right? So she needs to cut her ties with this guy completely delete block. And she's got to be careful if he's a stalker type of dude, because this is what it sounds like to me. He's manipulative and could be very dangerous. All right. So she's, you know, she doesn't see all these signs, but these are the signs of danger. You guys, these are the signs of danger. All right. So when you see anything like this, you have to be able to walk away. All right. Because if she gets back with him, what's going to happen is there's going to be more emotional and physical abuse, and it's going to probably progress and be worse. And it could be a very dangerous situation for her. Not only that, the guy has zero respect for her. No texts, no calls during the two months. And, you know, it's going to be the same pattern. She's going to get back with him. Maybe he'll be loving in the beginning when he first gets back with her. Although this guy doesn't sound like a loving type of dude. And then he's going to go back to his old ways. And then what's going to happen? All right. What is he going to break up with her again? Because maybe he's talking to somebody else on the side and it's going to be the same pattern. You guys, these are the red flags that God is giving you to walk away. All right. Walk away. He ended his engagement with her three weeks before the wedding. Walk away. This is not somebody that you could build with. You've got to be able to recognize the major red flags. And the other major red flag here is if he's emotionally and physically abusive and he's not even married to her. Oh my God. This girl doesn't even know what she's in for. If she ever marries this guy, she's got to throw this guy in the garbage pail. All right. All right. We're going to move on. Okay. You guys, here's the next question I got. All right. This guy writes, so last year after my ex blocked me to go back to dealing with her cheating first ex who tried to break it into her place, she began reaching out to me a few days ago, expressing how she missed hanging out with me and that I was always the nicer and more helpful one. I'm honestly a little spooked because she never has anything nice to say about anyone or anything. Is this a trap? Yes, it's a trap. Yes, it's a trap. She dumped you to go back to her ex. And guess what? She went back to her ex and her ex probably, she, ha- she was having problems with her ex. Maybe he dumped her or whatever. And now she's coming back to you. So what do they do? They're very nice when they come back, okay? So yes, this is a trap, okay? So now she is coming back to you. Or she may still be dealing with that guy. In any event, here's the bottom line she is emotionally unavailable she still has feelings to an ex you guys anybody that dumps you and goes back to their ex and then comes back to you you would have to be a sucker to take that person back okay you would have to be a sucker to take that person back and know that that person is coming to you because their ex kind of rejected them in some way so now what are you You're you're the uh, consolation prize, all right? You're the second choice. So when you see somebody that still has ties to their ex or is still communicating with their ex and it's beyond any kind of relationship of just, you know, dealing with children, let's say there's children involved, it should be only in relation. If they have to deal with their ex, if they have kids, it should only be with respect to the needs of the children and what is outlined in a custody agreement. That's why we have custody agreements to outline how you know the two co parents are supposed to parent on children, okay? And nothing more, you guys, nothing more now if somebody is still having a relationship with their ex all right in other words they talk to them on a regular basis and it's not with regard to anything else you know except to you know chit chat and everything like that that is a huge red flag you guys there could be feelings involved maybe the person that you're with doesn't have feelings but the other person has feelings now you're getting involved in a mess a mess okay so you need somebody who is emotionally available. And this guy is dealing with a chick that dumped him to go back to the ex. That's it. She should be deleted and blocked. That That's it. She should be deleted and blocked. And he needs to move on. Because what's going to happen is he's going to start up with her again. And then her ex is going to end up calling her. Because this is what they do. It's a ping pong. He's going to call her down the line. It could be a couple months could be a year, whatever, all right? Could be a couple weeks. And guess what? She's going to go running to the ex or she's going to maybe ha- go cheating with the ex when you're you're not around. Do you have a fight with them? So don't get involved with somebody when they have people in the wings, okay? Okay, you guys. This is the last question, and it's a good one, too. She writes, "I'm I'm struggling with my significant other of 3 years and don't think they realize how it's affecting us." We have two kids together. While neither of us are great at communicating, it feels like it's getting worse. They feel like they do everything, which is not the case by any means. They sit on their phone more than anything. I'm starting to resent the fact that we have had sex once since the end of July. Feels like we're friends that live together, no romance or anything ever. Even when we do have sex, it seems disconnected and like it's a chore. When started, they indicated they like sex one to two times a week. I know we need to communicate, but don't seem to change things. Just makes me feel bad wanting more that they clearly don't want or can't give. I don't believe there is any cheating as we live together, work from home, so very rarely not together. Just needed to know um, what you thought about this. I'll tell you what I think about this. I think that if you haven't had sex since July and it's January, that there's something else that I would bet there's something else going on. Okay. And a lot of the times people say this, they say, they can't be cheating on me. You know, they're always with me. Well, unless you're sitting with that person 24 hours a day, and you're together, there could be something going on. People cheat at all times, you guys. People could cheat when you're when you're sleeping. They could be on their phone. She says he's always on his phone. Well, what is he doing on his phone 24-7, okay? Is he talking to other women? Is he having sex chats? Is he video chatting while you're asleep? Okay, these are all things you need to look into because nine times out of 10, if they're not having sex with you, you could trust and believe they're having sex or some kind of sexual connection with somebody else, all right? So she needs to find out what exactly is going on, especially since, you know, in the beginning when they communicated, he said he likes sex one to two times a week. So why would that change now? And there's no sex in, how many months is it? Seven months? There's something else that you're not picking up on the red flags here, okay? You need to see what he's doing on his phone, okay? Who he's talking to and everything like that. The other, the other problem too, is that um, she feels that he he doesn't appreciate what she does, and you know uh, that he's not doing much and everything. Well, then you have to back off from it. If somebody doesn't see all that you do, then stop doing it. Stop doing it. Stop doing all the work, for instance, around the house and everything. And then when things pile up, they'll start to see that, you know what, things aren't getting done, that you were doing everything, okay? You have to make people appreciate what you do. But in this case, um, she needs to communicate with her partner and she needs to express, you know, where things need to change in also, in order to have a relationship and not just have a roommate, okay? What she has now is a roommate. It's not a relationship. They're not connecting. They're not communicating, okay? Um, if, if they're not building together and creating a love between themselves, they have to see where the disconnect is, okay? And if I were a betting person, I would say, that they have become very, um, you know, routine in the way they live and that he is getting his sexual, um, gratification somewhere else. If he's not looking for the, you know, something from her. Okay. So she needs to be aware of these things and she needs to address it and everything like that. And if he can't, you know, be, you know, want to have sex with her, then she's she's not in a relationship she's in a roommate situation so you guys you guys if you get into a situation like this you have to see where did the relationship start to break down if you were were with your partner And you know, you always had sex in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, I mean, sex eventually starts to taper down a little bit, the longer you're with somebody, you're not going to be like you were in the very beginning when everything was new and exciting. But there should be some kind of intimacy between the two of you. And if there's not intimacy, there's something else that's causing it. All right. There could be an outside source. In other words, somebody that you're with is talking to somebody else, or putting their attention somewhere else instead of putting their attention with you. It could be for other reasons, even maybe that person is in a depression, or grieving, or um, something else, or they have anxiety, those could be other issues. I don't think that's the issue here with this person. Because she said, you know, if you read your questions, you can kind of see what's going on. She said he's always on his phone. So what is he doing always on his phone? He's putting his attention always on his phone instead of working on the relationship. All right. And she needs to address this with him and communicate with him and see if he's willing to, you know, make the effort. If he's willing to make the effort, great. If he's not, then you have to step back from it. You have to step back from it, or you're just going to continue to live like that, or the relationship's just going to eventually break down, all right? So I hope that helps you. If it did, please hit the subscribe button, share the podcast. I'd appreciate it, and have a great day. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. hi you guys i just want to make you aware that the game exposed podcast now has their merchandise available you can check out the link in the podcast description there's hoodies there's sweatpants there's t-shirts there's cool hats so go check it out link is in the podcast description and follow yaz on Instagram at dating underscore advice underscore yaz.